0: G.I. Joe. Hey, man, let's go get some copras. That is... (laughs) (laughs) This week on Dueling Review, it's ROM number one. We've been invaded, and only a space knight can save us. First, there was his epic return in this year's free comic book day number zero, and now the ongoing tale of ROM begins in earnest. Christos Gage, Chris Ryle, and David Messina kick off the wildest new series of the year as Rom's war with the diaries hit close to home in Earthfall Part 1. The diaries have come for you, Steven. That's not how they talk.
1: That is how they all talk. The diaries,
0: the talk, diaries like- talk like... Uh, actually, all the dialogue has to be read like this. Uh... I mean you no harm, provided you are native to this planet... Your crude weapon caught me off balance. Oof.
1: No, Rom has a robot voice. Rom's voice My sounds like My energy analyzer will
0: reveal all. The dire they sound like this. No, dire are like... We have taken your planet, Space Knight. No, they sound like this. Oh, uh, we see you, Space Knight, at last. <laughs> they
1: do not. The dire uh, do not sound like Jeff Spicoli.
0: Now die like the rest. Ah. Uh. And then when it gets really interesting towards the end of the book, uh, where, um, where's the scene at?
1: So, what you're saying is the dire rays are all played by Nicolas Cage.
0: Bum, 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 bum. Whoa, Space Knight. Ba, 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 ba. The day I, the day I held aloft my mighty analyzer and screamed, I have the power. Uh, you are so cynical. Ba, 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 ba,
1: ba, 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 ba. So you're quoting He-Man and singing Battle of the
0: Planets? <laughs> it's all the same thing, man. It is not the same thing. Actually, it is. I in, will walk in off this, this show. In this world, this actually is the same thing because... Uh, scattered throughout this issue. And this is the big thing about uh, ROM. Now, we did see a free comic book day issue uh, quite some time ago, back in May. But this one, what's interesting is this ROM, Space Knight, actually exists in the world of Transformers and G.I. Joe. And so there's a lot of mentions of uh, Transformers in this book. And then we also have at the very end a big surprise that, uh, uh, uh-oh. Scarlet! Scarlet, and uh, what's his name? The, The ship guy...
1: That's roadblock.
0: Oh, roadblock have been Shipwreck infiltrated. Is, is a sailor with a beard. Have been infiltrated by the dire wraiths. Oh, Yo, man. Joe, say the dire It's okay. W- Crazy used to be our rule of the day.
1: Boss, okay. We're ready Scarlet to Scarlet is not dire w- wraith, first of all. Yo and Joe. she's from the south, so she doesn't talk like that.
0: It's okay. All dire wraiths talk like that. Yo, Joe. No.
1: I will stand. uh this injustice, this, this perfidy. So is this, not... is
0: this book an injustice? Is that what you're saying? What's your no, favorite I... color? Oh, I mean, Boy. sorry, what's your favorite cover?
1: Oh my God. There's like 50 of
0: them. I, I like the retailer, um, incentive, uh, cover. The one that has ROM, like flying profile up towards yeah, the, the right. right. That one's pretty cool. And then I in the corner, like... it's got in the corner, it's got the, uh, original ROM head as yeah. the idea. And then there's the one that's before that, the, uh. Uh, the San Diego Comic-Con retailer exclusive where it's just ROM on black. It kind of looks like a a metal version of Snake Eyes.
1: I like the one where he's stepping out of the fireball because that's that iconic ROM image he crashes to Earth. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I got to tell you, I I never thought I'd hear myself say this, but I kind of like the Liefeld variant because the Liefeld variant actually looks like old ROM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like Marvel ROM. In fact, uh knowing Liefeld, it's traced from Marvel roM, but
0: you know it's it, been it, a it's been a while since I've read roM Space Night I've got all the original uh issues hmm and am I not mistaken that they're actually retelling one of the original roM tales in here?
1: Well, yes and no roM in issue number one of roM back in seventy nine crashed mm-hmm. to earth in Clareton West Virginia mm hmm and discovered that his ancient enemies, the Dire Wraiths, were already on Earth. Right. So the basics of that tale are still here. I honestly don't remember. I, could have, sw-
0: one. I could have swore that's how he met the the human host. Now, there may be some changes Brandy. made because the, uh, the girl here is a PTSD sufferer from the military. Right. And- well, and
1: Brandy is still a character at Marvel.
0: Mm, OK, but it Branding seems like
1: is owned and has appeared in Marvel books even without the ROM trademark.
0: Yeah, it, it just seems like I. Uh, so we've got her. That's kind of the similar character, but Rom showing up Our in the park. middle of the of the park mm-hmm. and wiping out a bunch of dire wraiths. And everyone's like, oh, my God, look at what he did. This monster He's, has just killed a yeah. bunch of humans. This robot from space just killed a bunch of people. Yes. And Never i got to say the
1: dire wraiths are like, <laughs> we are dire wraiths and we will
0: eat your face. But if you go back to 1979
1: and you look at this, you know, the story as it's being told, they've really amped up the creepy factor and the people oh, standing yeah, yeah, there. You know, live tweeting it and streaming Mm -hmm. it and going, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, this terrible monster just killed people. The paranoia factor is so much greater in this issue than I remember it being in any of the old school stuff. That is
0: one thing that I kind of wish was a little bit more because a lot of this, you know, especially when he's coming into uh, the the sleepy town, this provincial town, uh, it feels like they could really have run an entire issue – of just invasion of the body snatchers, without Rom ever appearing until the last two or three pages when mm-hmm. he steps out. Because that moment when um, uh, the girl—what's this girl's name in here? I forget her Darby. name. Darby. Darby. The minute yeah. like she's being attacked by her parents, by her family, and you see the the things coming out of the direwraith's wrists, it's like, oh, this yeah. is totally invasion of the body snatchers. No. And her running and everything—it's totally cool. And then we get there's you know,
1: nobody in here who looks like Donald Sutherland.
0: Oh. Uh, And then, of course, you get Rom doing his and transforming his body parts into the analyzer and the neuralizer. Rom does not go. They all do. All robots do that. Didn't you know that? Rom's not a robot. He's a cyborg from Galador. He is a space knight. He's a
1: cyborg. Unless they've made big changes to his backstory, there is human matter. Inside, yeah, they did. They, he
0: our- tries to address this at one point. He says that, um, let's see, uh, he says something to the to the effect that, um, but if I, uh, if ever I was human, I am no longer. I was remade to fly unaided through space, yep. and propulsion systems meant to span the stars can break the grasp of even wraith enchanted trees. You know where my power roms you know, neutralizer I, course, might
1: voicing rom throughout this ted knight no mike Rode the voice of race bannon from the old johnny quest series mm-hmm. that that deep voice yeah yeah that was cool
0: did you like this story i kind of dug this story because you know if you are not familiar with that uh, idw and hasbro and well hasbro has decided that you know a big portion of their properties are all share the same universe gi do joe transformers rom micronauts mask
1: well it's the new it's and the I new think that's yes.
0: maybe that's it but the sure. fact that you drop into this and you're hearing these little mentions and drops about oh these transforming monsters uh, in other lands and you're hearing these little things about these other properties that uh, that IDW and Hasbro own and then you get to this final bit where it's like holy crap GI Joe yeah then I'm it definitely. really strikes home that this is going to be I know that they're doing this shared universe thing but it almost feels like when Rom was in the Marvel comics right. Yeah, and Rom would share a space with uh, Dr. Strange or or Bruce Banner or something.
1: I liked this. Uh, It wasn't like super immediate love. And this is the greatest comic ever. Mm -hmm. But it's definitely something that I'm interested in. And I feel like the shared universe aspect that last page snuck up on me. I did not expect to see Scarlet and and uh, Roadblock immediately just pop up. Yeah. Assuming that's Roadblock. The Rock played Roadblock. I'm sure he? it's
0: Roadblock, yeah. yeah. He's the military but, guy. He's the one with all the guns, right?
1: <laughs> Roadblock, yeah. Roadblock is the one who would uh, heft a Browning 80 Cal with yeah, his yeah, hands.
0: Yeah. yeah. But,
1: I, you know, I, yeah. I
0: never really watched G.I. Joe that much. It was on a different channel at the same time He-Man was on, so.
1: Yeah, you were, you were busy yelling at the power of guy.
0: I was yelling at, uh, what's-her-face, the Princess of Power. What was her name? Well, you got me. No, what was the, what was uh um, uh, she Princess of Power. There you go. Oh yeah.
1: He-Man's baby sister. Yeah.
0: And also GI Joe, at least in a cartoon form, really never interested me. And I've talked about this before, only because every time a plane would blow up on either side, a parachute mm-hmm. would open five, you know, five seconds later and you're like, oh, they lived. What's the point of shooting each other with bullets then? So <laughs> that's, I never really got into GI Joe. They, were, really, they weren't actually
1: bullets. They were laser guns.
0: Yeah. And uh, really, ROM, I never got into ROM either because um, ROM came out in, what, 79? Yeah. So nine years old, not really into reading those kinds of comics, certainly not Marvel comics, and certainly not something my parents would have bought. Yeah. Um, But the only thing I remember is seeing the ad for ROM, the toy, and seeing the ads in um, occasional comic books, either – I forget who the toys were from. Maybe there was a few DCs or something. The toys were from Hasbro. Yeah, so maybe I just remember seeing, you know, catalog – Ads for ROM space. There I was like, were oh man, ROM I really, really in the Marvel books, I think. Yeah, but happened. I wasn't. I wasn't reading Marvel comics at nine. I I know that for sure. Because, um, but I just remember looking at that toy and going, oh my gosh, I really, it's really, cool. really want a ROM toy. And mom it's... and dad were just basically, nope, sorry.
1: Here, yeah, not that have cool. a calculator. <laughs> yeah, well, they wanted you to learn something, <laughs> and that's why at forty-five you are a known enemy of joy.
0: No, I
1: loved the joy. Don't. You know, venom. Anyway, yes, I, I I like this issue, and I liked it for the right reasons, because it's easy for someone like me to come in. The first ROM I ever read was also the first appearance of the Master of Kung Fu that I ever read, followed immediately by ROM crossing over with Dr. Strange. And there's a really great issue of ROM where he ends up in Soviet Russia.
0: Yeah, where race get you. Body.
1: Yeah. Where, where you eat? Thyra's brain. No, and he gets cloned a new body and he's mm, human yeah, for yeah. a day. Yeah. yeah, that's a really great issue. But this is not something that I enjoyed from a nostalgic perspective. This works as a first issue narrative. Right. And even though the first 35 pages of the book that we have are alternate covers. Oh,
0: uh, review copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an yeah. electronic yeah. review copy.
1: Well, we went through this and I'm like, man, this is, I mean, they are really putting some serious muscle and licensing muscle behind this. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy about that because so much of the stuff that was in ROM back in the day was just super clever. And a lot of that was Mantlo, who gets a a nod in here. Mantlo Park is yeah. the park where the bad things happen. Right. But a lot of that is also based on the fact that this is a this is a solid concept. Mm-hmm. This is this alien from space who people think is the monster because he's fighting people who can shape shift into human form. Right. You know he who also, are you
0: going to believe? He also looks like uh, Gort, so that's also why they yeah. freak out. In fact, there's a, I think if I'm not mistaken, there is a, a nod to that yep. when the uh, alien when the race first encounter Rom, yep. uh, in their in their human form. And they and he raises his hand. He's like, he's raising his hand. Fire.
1: Uh, by the way. Yeah. I think it's a, an ad in the back, but there's an appearance in this issue by Bullet Man, the human
0: bullet. Oh, yeah. Who is one of the greatest characters of all time. Well, maybe because there is a little backup story about Revolution, which is the big event, which is going to. And from what I understand in the October solicitations that IDW sent us. Uh GI Joe is getting a reboot. It's going to start over with number one, and it's not Larry Hama doing it. uh it's being relaunched, and and I'm wondering if it's going to be a whole new Joe team and and what they're going to change in this. Yep. But Revolution kicks off in September with issue one, yep. And uh, then they carry on throughout a bunch of books through um, Rom, Mask, Micronauts, GI Joe Transformers, and Action Man.
1: Now, are they canceling the existing? Uh, G.I. Joe and Transformers and like
0: that. Well, see, that's the weird thing because in the um, in the San Diego Comic Con presentation, they didn't mention anything about G.I. Joe, the current series ongoing. They never mentioned anything mm-hmm. about that, but they did say that after Revolution, it was going to get a reboot and it had a new creative team, and Larry Hama wasn't part of it, which seems really odd considering mm-hmm. that he has been part of G.I. Joe comics since you know G.I. Joe comics.
1: Well, Larry Hama invented many of the concepts of G.I. Joe. Right, right. You Larry know, I, Hama actually wrote that stuff for Marvel back in the day.
0: Right. Uh, I'm kind of with you in this. Didn't feel like nostalgia. Although right. if you're familiar with or even vaguely familiar with the character, I think yeah. you would notice some of these things. Like I said, isn't oh, this there's the, plenty
1: of it there? Yeah. Isn't
0: this the stuff from one of the f- previous issues of the first issue of Marvel or whatever that they're paying a nod to? Uh, and then, of course, I, I did. I dig the the cross universe or the shared universe um, aspect of it. I like that it's updated with everybody using their social media skills to uh, tear down ROM space night. (laughs) Uh, And I kind of dig the art. I thought the art was pretty cool.
1: I have to say the art is kind of a mixed bag for me because there are some changes to the ROM design that I'm not 100% sold on.
0: And I think that it's, is only because they want to make it a little bit more updated and streamlined. Well, sure. Because if you had but, some bucket head running around, I don't think it would quite work. You know, his head always
1: looked like a toaster. Yeah. But I will say that in those original stories, it looked consistently like a toaster. Yeah. And this issue, it does feel like it's not. Always it feels like a helmet. Yeah. Way, yeah. which I'm fine with, I feel like the
0: humans look great well, because and the, he has the, that whole the, thing that he does. The dire,
1: mm, the dire wraith transformations look amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're really cool. And I, I, I just like the thing where the, the, they slide out of their wrists mm-hmm. as they're about to, uh, yeah.
1: And I like, I like the way that they've updated, uh, his, his, uh, neutralizer and his analyzer mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and his, uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's deli slicer. That's what it is. The analyzer, the neutralizer and the deli slicer. But those things also have enough nod to the old stuff that I look at. I'm just I will get used to it, I'm sure, because this is a series I intend to read
0: more of. I just
1: not 100 percent sold yet on the the helmet and the flippy
0: dippies in the helmet. But well, I mean, even the shoes are different. I mean, it's not the, the right two toed ninja boots.
1: <laughs> I liked the
0: two-toed ninja boots. No, I'm just it saying it's, but alien- I'm saying that's one of the things that as they're doing this and I, I don't know what's going on. Right. But I would, I would hazard a guess mm-hmm. that since this shared universe in comics is also going to be a shared universe in the movies, mm-hmm. I would bet that if we go to toy fair, New York toy fair in January, we right. will see a newly designed ROM space ROM night boy. toy that looks a lot like this comic uh, version, so I'm I'm betting that Hasbro has already said, and and it would be up to Hasbro to make the um, uh, to okay all of this. My right. guess is we're seeing the the toy design early, so that by the time January hits, because we're what at uh, July now, July, August, September, October, November, yeah, it'd December, be August, so December. So. By December, you're hitting the sixth issue, which means January you'll hit your first trade paperback. Yep. and that would yep. be just in time for Toy Fair, so people could rush out and buy the um, first the trade, thing. so that when the toy arrives in when's the next Transformers movie? Uh, I think next spring year,
1: spring of 2017.
0: So by the time that rolls around, it's
1: called the Last Knigget too. So is
0: it really? Yeah. Well, Transformers see, there you is go. the
1: last night.
0: So there you go, Rom Space Night coming to Transformers. You've heard it here first nice. on Dueling well, Review. <laughs> okay <laughs> hey no i'm i'm dead serious it would okay. not surprise me if rom space knight pops up in the transformers movie i uh,
1: wouldn't surprise me either my only concern and this is a you know not a concern for rom but a concern for the other idw hasbro properties they've been doing really good stuff with uh, robots in disguise and more than meets the eye and even yeah. the uh, ongoing gi joe uh regeneration or whatever it is, where it's the the continuation of the old series. All of that has been interesting stuff. Now, I don't know what the sales are like, but I think it would be a shame to lose those cool ongoings entirely. I feel like if this is a shared universe, mm -hmm. this could be an alternate universe, and there's still room for a Transformers comic that doesn't take place in the shared continuity. Yeah. But I don't know.
0: Uh, I was going to look here in June. What are we looking at? Transformers? Is that the one you were looking for? Transformers. uh, More Than Meets the Eye. uh, Transformers Tell All Our One was number 219 out of 300, sold Mm -hmm. an estimated 8,900 copies. Transformers. Transformers More Than Meets the Eye 54 hit at 227. (laughs) Check A. That one sold an estimated 8,312. Mm -hmm. And then Transformers number 54, which would be Robots in Disguise because they don't put the R.I.D. on in there. Uh, 233 is where that one fell. So they're all within, you know, 20 of of each other. That sold 8,103. So you've got about 800 uh, copies between the two. And it looks like there's only 200 copies sold between More Than Meets the Eye and Robots in Disguise.
1: Probably the same people.
0: Oh, yeah, I would imagine. And then G.I. Joe... G.I. Joe. Come on, Joe. Uh, G.I. Joe Real American Hero 229 sold 256 copies. That's an estimated 6,829, so it's much lower than Transformers.
1: It is. And Street Fighter
0: versus G.I. Joe number five uh, sold 6,751 estimated copies.
1: So, yeah, this may be a big relaunch for all of them. And then
0: Transformers versus G.I. Joe, number 13, fell all the way down to 290. Is an $8 book, 5,883 copies estimated sold.
1: $8 book, wow.
0: Yeah, well, you know, it's a big uh, number 13 uh, milestone. It area. is a lot of books, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what's the bottom line on this? I, I give this a thumbs up. I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was interesting. I think there is some nostalgia for those that want some nostalgia, but I don't think it's mired in past continuity. I mean, this is definitely the new Rom Space Knight has arrived. It
1: is not contingent upon knowing the old continuity to enjoy this issue.
0: And in fact, I'm pretty sure they don't even say um, his name. I mean, he says I am Soltar or whatever his name is, son of Soltar, but they don't. That's not the same name as uh, Rom in the Marvel comics, is it? No, his name was Rom. Oh, no, but before he got transformed, was it Rom before he got his transformed name was into Rom, Space Knight? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, there you go. Rom, read-only memory, arriving now in stores. And I give it a thumbs up.
1: I do, too. And I think that the, the real selling point is when you have a first issue, even if you've never seen the character before, the question is, does this first issue grab you enough to want to read more of the character? And coming into this, I was sure that this was going to be something. But it was one of those moments where it could be genius or cheese sandwich. And I think that it's not quite genius, but it's a really solid mm-hmm. first issue. And yeah. even, you know, even for the price, you're getting a lot of book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. You're getting 40 pages a book, I think. But I, I don't know how many opinions have been about. But in any case, yes, I recommend it. And I think it's it's worth checking out. I'm hoping that this means a huge ROM revival, and maybe. Just maybe reprints.
0: Um, That would be interesting. I don't know how they would. <laughs> I mean, they could certainly do that, but um, well, IDW with their, with their reprints, they do. But here's the thing. They print it if it looks like it's going to be a benefit to um, Marvel to uh, right. benefit for Marvel for IDW to do all the work. Right. Right. Uh, and, and most of the stuff that they reprint uh, are not this kind of stuff. They reprint like newspaper strips. They reprint, um, you know, like really, really old 1920s versions of Archie and the original Popeye stuff. Mm-hmm. Rom space night, just something that's, you know, what? It's probably
1: in the eighties Marvel universe. Though. Yeah, it would
0: be, it'd be, it'd be interesting if they did that. I would see Marvel trying to jump on that before, before IDW did. Um, just because they probably still have the rights to a lot of that stuff.
1: Man, I don't care who reprints it. I just want to see reprints. I want well, to. Why don't you see, just go get the original issues? I have the original issues. Well, then you don't need a reprint. But this is the thing: when they reprint books, they reprint them, and they'll go in and they'll do recoloring and remastering.
0: Yeah, but so that's a that's a question. Do you really want stuff recolored? I mean, is that a big thing to you? I mean, that's uh, it's. It depends. That, the statement, I mean, that, the statement, as you said it, is almost the equivalent of yeah. I don't mind Ted Turner colorizing black and white movies. Oh, that is no. You cannot <laughs> – You are taking such liberties, Mister Man. No, I'm not. I mean, it, it is the what? same thing. It's like you know the the, Dave, the not Dave Stevens, um, uh, 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 Gibbons, Dave, Dave Gibbons, mm-hmm. when they re- went in and recolored a lot of his stuff in Watchmen, in some of the yeah. reprints, and then wasn't he also on the Killing Joke when they totally redid the the colors in Killing Joke? Wow, the the, the reprint of Killing Joke looks much more like real. It looks like a different book, and that's what I'm getting at. Just like when Ted Turner colored black and white movies, people were like, "Well, this is a different movie now than what it's intended." So, if they went in and recolored Rom Space Night, would it be a different book than yeah. maybe what they intended?
1: I think that the main thing that you're looking at is 70s printing. Is you know to, we we have come leaps and bounds from the newsprint paper and the four color inks of 1970, mm-hmm. and If you could do it, ROM would be a great place to just do some recoloring. Not necessarily remastering and fully, you know, computerizing and putting in all sorts of pew-pew laser effects and everything, but just put it on some decent paper, print it with some decent color, and let people buy the books. You you know, you give me 10 issues of ROM for $12.99, I'm golden. Yeah. But again, it's one of those things where... In the modern parlance, ROM is one of those uncollected books. And for certain groups of nerds, getting ROM issues is, is a minor grail. You know, it's well, not like well, a big deal.
0: To be honest, it's it's not that hard. A few years ago where I got my – I think it's the complete run of ROM. Uh, I went to Nerdtacular 2012 maybe? 2013? Yeah, maybe 2012. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rob and I and Rodrigo and Brian – had decided that yeah i don't think zach was with us so it's just the four of us and and um uh rules guy um alex alex we all stopped in at this game store that also had quote-unquote comics right and uh over by the window with the lights shining in wrapped up in a big old piece of plastic taped all the way around it said complete run of rom 25 bucks
1: 75 issues and four annuals. Yeah. So it's it's not a huge collection.
0: No, it's not. But, I mean, it was, it was enough to where I was like, 25 bucks, yeah, I'm going to buy this uh, and give it to Matthew only to come home to find out you already had them. So I'm like, well, I'm going to keep them for myself. There you go. So I've got a complete run of ROM just because of that. And it's – so it's – I don't think it's hard. I think if you do spend some time digging through some quarter bins – Good, I Thursday. think you'll. I think you'll be able yeah. to find some ROM stuff. Uh, what is, I don't know if you can what is, anymore. What is your ROMs going for right now, Matthew? Do you know? Back issue people
1: are enormous uh, speculator nerds. Let me check my.
0: Do, 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 do. If I look on uh, on the eBay ROM Space night, uh, number one is nine ninety nine.
1: That sounds about right. Probably an eight to ten dollar book. Twenty two bucks condition. is another
0: one that I see. Oh, uh, here's a that's really crappy a speculator. Thing. Here's a real crappy copy that's twenty bucks. Five ninety-five. Six twenty.
1: Well, let's say. All right. So when I do my retro reviews, I will put current near mint pricing. Right, right. If I were to tell you the current near mint pricing for a first edition 1979 ROM number one, 92 or 9.4, 35 bucks. All right. Well, so eight dot can- o, which is where you're going to find most of these books, twelve to eighteen dollars, and your average ROM issue is going to run you two or three dollars, depending yeah. on who's in it. There are a few where there are crossovers. I know there's an X men book that pops. The X Men are in like issue sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, something like that. There's an Ant Man appearance that I'm interested to see if it pops. Yeah, Ant Man's in like issue seventy two or something
0: yeah so it's just it's it's something that you could pick up if you if you look and i i think that they're out there if you want to maybe not a complete run but if you're trying to get like the first 10 or the first arc or something here's uh, one rom space night one through eight then issues uh, 12 14 and 21 all in great condition 60 bucks you're what that's what this guy's selling it for that's
1: 12 issues of rom for 60 bucks no that is overpriced over, uh, well 12
0: right. into 60 is what? 4 bucks, 3 4 bucks. 5. Okay, well,
1: that's probably You know probably... what? I can get a, I can probably get a rom toy.
0: Uh, the rom toys are going from uh, 175 to all the way up to uh, there's one at 79. There's mm-hmm. one that's in really bad shape for 40 bucks. 40 bucks, I'm going to buy it. And then uh, $200 is the most expensive one that I'm seeing on eBay. There is also a San Diego Comic-Con 2014 Hasbro's Mighty Mug Rom the Space Knight figure. Remember like, Mighty Mugs when they were a thing? Now the Pop Vinyls have taken no,
1: over. I don't.
0: I, I kind of like the Mighty Mugs when they first came out, and I didn't really like the Pop Vinyls. And now uh, I really like the Pop Vinyls and the Mighty Mugs. I look at them going, what was what was I thinking? Uh, probably that you're awful. But the nice thing was the kids got to play with them and bang their heads together and all that stuff. True. So, which you really can't do with Pop Vinyls.
1: Uh, and you have can them. get... Have the, the first the 45 come on issues of ROM for $30.
0: Here's one: uh, ROM Space Night number 25, CGC 9.8, ROM versus ROM, 200 bucks. ROM versus ROM, ROM versus RAM. Oh, speaking of RAM, yeah, you guys need to go over and read um, RAN's new uh, random access memory yeah. article. And I, I guess I was, I was thrown off by it at first because. Um, last month is where he kicked it off and he was just like, Hey, here's me just kind of riffing on 40 years of comics, uh, Mm -hmm. from 40, 35, every five years from the last 40 years. And so I was like, yeah, okay, that's cool. And then this month he did the same thing. And I was like, well, were all of these released in July. Oh, I see what he's doing. So every month he's going through and says, here are some of my favorite comics Mm -hmm. from the last 40 years that were released. So in July, so next month will be August. And so he cool. he um, he talks a little bit about him and uh, is really kind of uh, has some interesting insights into it. And if you're wondering who Rand is, he is one half of Ookla the mock, one of the um, the long lasting, always been around uh, nerdcore bands. Filk music, if filk you will. Music, well, I mean, that's what they would call it uh, before. Now, I guess they call it nerdcore.
1: Well, they can call it whatever they want. Surely they I can. Just called it. Filk yeah, music. filk music. Yeah. You can't stop me. Don't even yeah. try. Just like, I am Space Night.
0: Bam, 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 bam,
1: bam, and went to bed without brushing yeah. our teeth. Hey, yeah. Hey, next
0: week from Dark Horse Comics, we have Baltimore Empty Graves number five, uh, Lady Killer two number one, Ooh. and Usagi Yojimbo limited edition hardcover volume 30 Thieves and Spies. Usagi. Uh, DC yeah. Comics has Aquaman number four, Batman number four, Batman the animated series, Raja Ghoul action figure. Ooh, Rayshah Ghoul action figure. Ooh, I wonder. Oh. Ooh, that's 25 bucks. These are the six inch figures. Ooh. Oh, I'm going to have to get me one of that because they also have a Zatanna oh, for six $25. Inches bucks. Zatanna. Six inches of Zatanna. Batman Beyond number 15 comes out next week, as does Harley Quinn number one. I kind of want to see what they're going to do with Harley Quinn in this all new, all different, but somehow the same rebirth DCU. Superman number four also arrives, as does Nightwing number two. Over at IDW Publishing, we have the Adventures of Augusta Wind, Last Story number one, Angry Birds comics. Uh, I just got that. Augusta Wind. Augusta Wind. Yeah, (laughs) I figured you would have gotten that a long time ago, Uh, like on the first issue. Uh, Donald Duck number sixteen, Ghostbusters International number seven, Hot Damn number four. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles villains collected hardcover. That's a thirty-five dollar book. Street Fighter versus GI Joe number six. That's the final issue of that. You want to run and pick that up. Transformers number fifty-five, and they also have Transformers number fifty-five with a ROM variant cover. And then, if you are interested in Winona Earp, the uh, final issue of the first miniseries arrives. Winona. Yeah, Winona, and her sister. Uh, what's her name? Winona and Naomi. Naomi. Earp. Yep, Naomi Earp. I haven't watched that. I started to watch the first episode on sci-fi, um, like right after it came out, and I got through like the opening segment, and then something called me away, and I've never been back to the show. But there's a lot of people who are super excited about Winona Earp. Winona Image Comics has Black Science number 23. Let's see, how many books next week, Matthew? Uh, let me give, me, give me a percentage of, what do you think of the number of books coming uh-huh. from Image Comics next week that have a mature reader tag on them? 56%. There's 20 books. Okay. So it can't be 56%. Okay. Would you like to revise that?
1: Yes. Okay. So if we look at 20 books, that means each book represents 5% of the total group. Yeah, I'm going to say
0: 60%. Which means how many books will not have the mature
1: 12 out of 20 oh, of okay. the
0: image books will
1: have a mature reader's tag.
0: 18 out of 20 have a mature oh. readers tag on them. The only ones you know that do that not, what's 90%. That? 90%. Yeah. Uh, the ones that do not, Faster Than Light number nine and Paper Girls number eight, do not have the mature readers tag. Everything else, including Killer Be Killed number one, Low number 15, uh, Sex number 30, just go surprise oh. there, uh, Tokyo Ghost number nine and Walking Dead 157 all feature the mature readers tag. So uh, kids, make sure that your parents aren't crap. around when you pick up the book.
1: I read Uh, the early issues of sex and they had an issue where a character was captured and the bad guy took out all of his teeth to make sure he didn't have a listening device in his teeth. And I'm like,
0: nope, 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 nope. There you go. Sorry, Uh, we're out. (laughs) Marvel Comics has a year of Marvel's Unstoppable number one. That's a $5 book.
1: I didn't even know that Ron was in the Marvel Universe. Yeah,
0: Civil War 2, Kingpin number two. Daredevil Annual Number One, Deadpool Number Sixteen, Marvel Sumsums Number One. Sumsum. I yeah, I that's the Tsum one Tsum. that I don't get. But a lot of people just apparently are just gaga goo goo over this. Well, you know, and, you like uh, the you like. Oh the, yeah, no, I like the, the I like. No, I used to like the Mighty Mugs, but I, I didn't realize I'd never heard of the Sumsums until this Tsum announcement. Tsum. And then suddenly people are like, oh, yeah, look at here. Look at this. Check at this. Check at this. It's, and, a, it's uh, a baby
1: hamster that looks like Captain <laughs> America.
0: Yeah, 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 basically. And uh, Mark Spagnolo, a friend of, our sh- of the show, and Nicole, their, their son, loves these little guys. So there you go. Uh, Moon Knight, some number some? five. Punisher, number four. Silk, number 11. Spidey, number nine. And the Uncanny Inhumans, number 12. CW2, never forget, uh, comes out next week. Oh, also vote Loki. Vote Loki. In all the rest category, we have animosity number one, Archie Back to School Annual Digest two seventy one, Battlestar Galactica Volume three number one. Oh, Attack on Titan graphic novel Volume nineteen. That's a eleven dollar book. Nice. And if you want one with a DVD, it'll cost you twenty bucks. DVD 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 DVD. Cinema Purgatorio number four arrives. Cosplayers hardcover dash Shaw. It's twenty two ninety nine. I nice. don't know what that is. Uh, Dishonored number one comes out. That's um, a Titan comics book, as does Torchwood. Number one comes Ooh. out next week. That is. Uh, and the cool thing about Torchwood. Guess who it's mm-hmm. written by? Captain Jack Harkness. And his wife. Uh, here. Wait. Yep. Captain Jack has a wife in real life. Yeah. Wow. Or I'm guessing it's his wife. It's uh male and female, both with the uh, name uh, Captain Jack Perelman. in real life. Yeah.
1: Yeah. John Captain Jack and his wife Mary Captain Jack.
0: Yep, yeah. uh, Grant Morrison, Eighteen Days Number Fourteen comes out next week. James Bond Number Eight, Jonesy Number Five. I don't maybe people miss the announcement from Dynamite Entertainment that they have secured the rights to do like they've been doing some uh, ongoing James Bond tales, <laughs> like this uh, Varger and then this, Varger. Uh, Varger and then it's one that's coming up. Uh, but they've gotten permission to do adaptations of the original novels oh, and cool. not the movie version, but the novel no. version of this. So what's going to be
1: interesting is... Um, Do they clean up the racism, sexism, and inappropriate? That
0: will be the interesting thing to see because if you can go <laughs> back, and I forget the company, maybe it is, um, the company had republished a bunch of the James Bond comics that ran in the British newspapers, mm-hmm. and those were pretty faithful adaptations to the movie. So what I'm wanting to see is what happens when we get to see the unaltered Ian Fleming... In the uh, comic book page,
1: I don't know that we can in a modern setting. Well, they uncaltered. might. I
0: mean, they may not. They may not have a problem with doing that. Well, I, I mean, I, you can we still live go in a by world of books. That's true, uh, Kevin. You can
1: watch the censored eleven if you if you know where to look on Cartoon yep. Network early in uh, the morning.
0: Kevin Smith, Yoga Hoser, Sundance, Super Special Mature Readers. That's a ten dollar book. Lookers that's Number a, Zero. That's a comic. Yeah, apparently. Yoga uh, it's come. probably the movie adaptation of the movie. Uh, yeah. The movie adaptation. <laughs> yeah. Drawn by Gil Kane. Gil sure. Kane. Yeah. Uh, ra- what is it? Ravening. Number one. Ravening. It's the Ravening. Bring <laughs> 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 got your Golo sticks, kids. Coming to the stage now. Oh, wait, that's a different. That's an entirely <laughs> different dark, ba- base dark basement. That's a very entirely different dark basement. At
1: one point, though, <laughs> in my last
0: my last job before
1: this job, we used to uh, do announcements. Yeah, coming to the stage now. Bertha, (laughs) we would try to come up with the absolute worst name for an Ignisius, and I won because uh, several of my agents were sitting there, and I'm like, on stage three, Hortense.
0: Leakage. Oh, uh, let's see. I mentioned Torchwood, Vikings number three, and then uh, UGO, trade paperback seven, 15 bucks there.
1: Now you're doing it on purpose. UGO. The Yu-Gi-Oh fans are going to be out there going, Steven mispronounces Yu-Gi-Oh all the time. What's yeah, I he do. doing? I Why does he do it that? just call Because you're evil. I'm evil. UGI gi Next week on Dueling Review. Mycroft number one basketball legend, novelist, and superstar polymath Kareem Abdul-Jabbar brings his take on Sherlock Holmes' older brother to comics at last. An all-new adventure set in the world of the best-selling Minecraft Holmes novel, The Apocalypse Handbook, sees the dividend brilliant Mycroft pulled into a globe-spanning adventure at the behest of Queen Victoria and a secret organization at the heart of the British government. A madman is on the loose with civilization-destroying weapons each 200 years in advance of the status quo. Can even the smartest man in England set aside his idle, womanizing ways long enough to track down the foe that may be his
0: match? Thank you for everyone who supports this show. It, uh, your contribution allows us to keep this show going, pay for our growing costs, and of course gives us the motivation to produce more content for you. Thank you so much for checking out Dueling Review. We will talk with you next time when you will hear Matthew say...
1: You know, one time a guy said, Karam Abdul-Jabber.
0: This podcast is copyright 2016 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.